Hello, you listen to Six Music. I'm Russell Howard. This is John Richardson. Hello, Russell Howard, and all of our friends. Yeah, you're in a good mood. <laughs> I am, yeah. Very cocky the way you put your cans on right at the last second there. You said seven seconds. I thought I don't need seven seconds to put a pair of headphones on. You should have seen me on the tube, about two and a half. <laughs> on the tube? Putting my headphones on. I had to put them on because someone was deciding to play music out of their mobile phone. Not through, you know, uh, headphones or anything. What? Just uh, loud, offensive rap music at eight o'clock in the morning. You don't need that, do you? I can't be shouted at, especially by someone who's got nothing better to say for themselves than hey. After the first hey, you've got me, to be honest. Hey, uh, all right. Hey, okay. And then 12 more hey's with a drum beat. Just back (laughs) off. Again, I've got a beautiful image of you at a concert. Someone (laughs) someone rapping. Yo, yo, yo. Right, okay, fair enough. Where are we going with this? Yeah, exactly. Yo, yo, You've got my attention. What's your point? Where are you taking me? Iraq war, friend or foe. But they never do. They just keep shouting hey at you. I'm not a horse. That's what you're heckling bands with now, Iraq War, Friend or Foe. Just get them started on something. You can't... Find out if they've got any content. What's the jeopardy? We're we're big fans of of Rufus Wainwright and Anthony the Johnson on the show. You can't really heckle them with that, either. Oh, I wouldn't heckle them, because they've got stuff to say. If Rufus Wainwright came out and had a song that was just, all right, all right, all right, all right. In fairness, I'd quite like that. That's the point. If Anthony came out and just went, all right, all right, all right, you'd still enjoy that. You wouldn't <laughs> Not sit, if you did it like that. You wouldn't sit in the back going, Oi! Is that what, friend of foe? He needs to get some new stuff out. I'll say that for him. Oh, He's very easy. lazy. What if he's listening? Well, then get your finger out, Anthony, and your Johnsons, <laughs> and get some new material recorded, and then take it on a tour that I can go and watch. Now, talking of weird uh, things that you've uh, seen on the tube, right? I was coming back from the Latitude Festival the what other day. What a link. Uh, I was coming back from the... Uh, the Latitude Festival, right? And uh, this kid who's about sort of ten got on, and he started going, and he was on there with his mum, and he did it for about he did it for about two minutes, just over and over and over, and everyone's getting quite annoyed. But he looked quite hard as a sort of an eight-year-old kid. Do you know what I mean? He had that kind of he had a biter look about him, and he was going, and then his mum from nowhere just looked and went. Steve, what have I told you before? You can't beatbox. It was just the weirdest conversation that you'd have with your mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'd have those chats before. Like, normally your mum tucks you into bed or makes you food, but they were discussing whether or not he can beatbox. Very bizarre. Oh, they got very angry. You wouldn't have got angry. That's it. You would have sat there in the corner getting cross. You wouldn't have gone, Excuse me, or that war, friend or foe. <laughs> oh, it's useless asking a kid that. What, so you were je- Jelly tots, friend or foe. Just go and sit. There should be a special carriage for children to just go and sit out of my way. If, if you're going... Bum, 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 that's a fair point, yeah. Although, to be honest, I was quite into it after a while. It was a bit annoying. Of course he, you were. He did one bit. Well, you were playing really... your kazoo, weren't you? I did, I'll be honest with you. I had one of those... I had my little uh, Oasis bottle. Joining <laughs> 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 it. Had a lot of fun. We had fun at the Latitude Festival. I don't know if you uh, went to it or... Um, I did, I mate. John did. <laughs> John didn't really take to it. I Not think it's fair me. to say. I got a text before that said something along the lines of... Don't bother coming. It's full of burrito, women wearing red hair and walking around with their bloody feet out. Disgusting. And then I rock up. Now, the cool thing... Actually, you can text us in 64046 or email russell.6music at whilst Johnny grapes on air. Um, with, if you went to Latitude or any of your sort of festival highlights, because we... The highlight for me, we saw Dylan Morrett, right, playing frisbee with his kid. Now, he's a massive hero of mine, and I couldn't bring myself to say hello. Yeah. So also, text in if you've ever met one of your heroes or nearly met one of your heroes. That'd be great. We couldn't, though, could we? He, he just looked so cool. He was playing frisbee. Well, you, you know he's not the sort who would welcome that, either. Yeah. Go over and go, hiya. He's going, oh, right. Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah. His kid looked fantastic, though, didn't he? He looked just like him, and they yeah. were just kind of playing frisbee, and Dylan Moran had a cigarette in his mouth and kind of half a beer, like, sloshing around in this plastic cup, and you just want to just wander along and go, oh, do you want to play frisbee? Can we play frisbee? I, I think I'm really good. I really think Monsters are excellent. I dared you to go and punt his frisbee as far as you could, and you wouldn't do it. No, you didn't. You dared me to kick his kid in the face. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I dare you to kick his kid. Oh, no, you misunderstood, because they were playing those little rocket things, so I said, kick it really hard, and you oh, must have thought I meant his kid, I, I meant the frisbee thing. That's why I was laughing. I'm not an animal. Well, I came across as a bit weird. All right, Thank God I didn't do it. I have I just wandered over, hoofed him? No! <laughs> not a kid! I'd have taken my round down, we'd have been fine. More. Been working out lately. Have you? Yeah. What are you doing? Lifting grapes. Nice. I'm reading uh, The Best Read Woman's Weekly. Is he good? Uh, not so good so far. To I can't be doing celebrity spotted photos. How There's a whole bef- page How of- long before you're in them? Spotted. Matalan. <laughs> Two for one offer. <laughs> Skipping into Morrison's. Wouldn't that be great? Spotted. 
I just don't care. Filling up his petrol tanks at £10 and doing a little jig. Yeah, I got it right. Normally do 10 or one I nailed it. I <laughs> nailed it. I usually just that- fill it right up. Do you? Just go to the top. Oh, I'm, it's so much satisfaction when you get it right on 10, though, innit? I once did. Boom. I once had a pro do it for me. You know when they come out and do it, like they're doing the old American movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels Someone weird. did that to me at a service station once. Was that he... before, was that near the service station where you saw Robbie Savage and fell in love with him? That it? was a different service okay, station. Okay. It was one of the little rural ones. Oh, nice. He's an old man with a big ruddy face and lots of hair coming out of his ears. And he was a little bit skinny, but he looked strong. <sighs> you know, like skinny, yeah. but all muscle he was. And did you say, I fill her up! I can't remember what I said. I think it just said, do a tenner. Do, do, do a tenner. <laughs> he pulls How out could... Luciano Pavarotti. It got very tense. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so rubbing it, himself against him. He Come did on, a tenner. Well. I, I mean, I slow it right down if I'm going up to a tenner so that it's just dripping in because I don't want to go over. What are we I mean, talking he, about he did... now? Are we still talking about Pavarotti? No. Right. <laughs> you're filling the thing up. Yeah, but, but he didn't even... Yeah, hang on a minute. You oh, can't I... do that and go, I slow it right down when I'm going <laughs> in the tenner so it's just dripping in. Uh, Come on, John. Nesson Dorman, mate. You said it. <laughs> It's uh, quite a clever joke. It is know, a very Ness cl- Dorman means. I was just thinking about the uh, the range of tunes you could get out of him if right. you were. Well, Nelson Dorman means no one sleeps. Uh, well, he wouldn't, would he? No, exactly. Anyways, John. So, so he didn't even slow it down. He was he was going and then stopped, bang on a tenor. It was, it was to watch a pro do it, quite fantastic. <laughs> I had a good mind to tip him, but what do you do? If you tip someone who sells petrol, it's kind of like you know pillage in the third world, isn't it? No, but that's what you're supposed to do. If he's if he's decla- if he, you know he's, he's shown a skill there. He stopped it at a ten. You've got a tenner and I go, well yeah, done. I it's- clearly only asked for a tenner because I've got a tenner on me. I don't have to then get extra money That's out of it. That's a fair point, yeah. you can maybe I, But him- then if I'd have said nine pound, we're thinking, well, if he nails nine, I'll just give him the ten. But that's why you should carry gifts around in your car, John. <laughs> well done, here's a mahogany owl. <laughs> for example, so I'd have you down as a kind of, that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? You know, to, if, no, I haven't thought it through, but if we were given, like, government presents to hand out, you know... Right. Uh, you know, we get a selection of gifts at the beginning of the year, and then every time John offers a sneeze there or to throw up. No, you just had too many grapes. You can't stop eating grapes, can you? I was, oh, I was oh, full of Jesus. grapes ages ago, and I just couldn't stop putting them in my face. And I've got about five left. I know I'm going to eat them in a minute. I'll not Give thank myself for it. Give them over here, come on. Have a grape. <laughs> Oh, so I like that idea, the idea that we have loads of gifts in the back of our car, whenever we, you know... I do have gifts in the back of my car, gifts that your friends have given you in the past that you've left in my car. Like what? That painting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird painting, though, isn't it? Yeah, Michael Jackson. Now it's in the boot of my car. (laughs) Exactly, I've got a pic picture of Michael Jackson. What other presents are I left in now? Ah, that, um... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to bother. I'm no, not going to bother. What's that? Have we had any texting about people meeting famous people? The only text we've had in John, which was, uh, it says, "Morning, guys. I need to know where John comes from. He sounds like he's from Oop North, but he also sounds a bit clever. We can't work it out. So it's a little bit racist. Uh, bit racist there. Where are you from, John? Uh, I'm from Lancaster, in the northwest of England. Oh, I've got one here. I once played Bobby Charlton in, in tennis at a charity sports day when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. We've had another text in, but I shan't read that out. It's about <laughs> it's about people at Latitude, and they both saw our gigs. Oh, did they? Well, yeah. they don't need to uh, no, comment. No. They, no, they no. can just uh, they can just shut up. It suffice to say, it's uh, Russell bloody bloody blah. John, you seem to have a lot of complex things in your head. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Ladies and gentlemen, John Richardson. Sorting Com- out your issues in front of a thousand strangers. What a brilliant tent. way of doing it, though. That's the way to do it, isn't it? Right. Here it is. Lovely stuff. I'll now. tell you the way not to end a festival gig is by saying, well, I'm going home now, so if I see on the news it's raining, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Is yeah. that how you end it? Yeah. Good for you. Now, we're talking about famous people you met because me and John... Very nearly met Dylan Moran. I should have met Mr. Fogg this week. Oh, really? But I missed his session with Tom on Tuesday. Hey, John, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so rubbish, isn't it? Can you listen to that again on the Six Music website? I would have thought so, Russell. Excellent. You can pretty much get everything on that there Listen Again website. Talking of live tracks, my friend, uh, you know... We've which got we were, we, yeah. which makes this a relevant and quick link. C- correct. Um, you know we've got some tracks coming up from the Indian Summer con- no. concert in, uh, in Glasgow. Well, yeah. I put in an email request last week, but I didn't think anything had happened. Did you want to speak to Guy Garby? I'd love to. Well, are we going to speak to him later? Oh, well, I'll it, probably get a bit excited. Well, that's quite cool. He's right? my favourite Garvey. Yeah, yeah. Garby, I think it is. 
So we've totally knocked it down, isn't it? Isn't it not Garvey? Uh, oh, it's Garvey. The point has got across. Yeah, yeah. all right. Anyway. I like Harvey Garvey, but he's not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barvey's lovely. So, anyways, now, <laughs> we're talking about heroes that uh, that you've met or nearly met and stuff like that, and keep texting in 64046 or email music at bbc.co.uk with your own little stories. Now, we had an, uh, an email in from Caroline Smith who says, Dear John. Hello. I, I practically met you on Wednesday, three exclamation marks. The girl with the messy room, brackets Caroline. Explain yourself, John. Explain yourself on air. I was talking to the her. The girl with the messy room. Yes, yes. Oh, she's married. Gone... She's married. Oh, yeah, she's married. <laughs> you've gone back, you've done the deed, and then you've looked down and went, your room is a disgrace. No, no, no. I was discussing my issues, as yeah. I do at gigs, yeah. making people tense. As is your want. Um, and I found this Caroline and her husband were there, and her husband's oh, quite tiny. gang bang! <laughs> <laughs> Her husband's very tidy, but she's not. So Is he, John? She has a special room that she's allowed to go in and make mess, and he's not allowed in it, and it's called her messy room. Wow. Yeah, How so I did a hilarious riff on it, and we shared a wonderful moment together, the audience and I, and then I had to go to Latitude and have people judge me in a tent. Unbelievable. Somebody else has sent in that say another uh, email about the Birmingham gig that says it was surprisingly good and fantastic. Oh. Um, she says one day we'll all have a messy room. Looking forward to the next one. Surprisingly good. I know it's a horrible thing to say. Of course it's good. <laughs> you, you've got the skills, but that's what she said. I yeah, should... uh, they're evolving. Let's move on from this horrible. No, I like the idea that you're meeting people and talking about messy. How bizarre is that? A messy room that you've got. Yeah. When did you bring that up in the? Uh, is, did you mention that beforehand? Do you mention that at the wedding? I need to have a, a room that I make. I think really they've evolved it, you know, as he's gone around tidying up. And he's not allowed in there? No. Oh, I wouldn't be able to stay away. Has she got a lock? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go into Imagine it. Imagine if we lived together and, and oh, I'd love having... We did used to live together. Yeah, but I didn't really... We were have... never there, though. Oh. Kids were starving. Dinner was on the table. I didn't have a messy Where's room. Where's Russell? Oh, he's out playing with the Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the street. God, yeah. that'd be frothly touched, wouldn't it? Anyways, uh, we're talking about heroes you met. And yeah, good ones, right? That one I started about the guy who played tennis with Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Says he beat him. Uh, but he ends his email, Jamie this is, P.S. Cheers for getting me into the Philip Pullman box. Just finishing the subtle knife at the moment. Never wanted to punch a mo monkey in the face so hard. Yeah. That golden monkey. Ooh, really scary. It's all about the fingers with that golden monkey, in it? Don't pull that face. Let's go back to last week. Things you do with your demon. Um, what are you doing? I was about? nearly run over by Prince Nassim in Sheffield. <laughs> uh, as a... have a lot of people been, I think. Uh, when I stumbled, dazed and confused into the road after a night of excess, I once met my hero, Jerry Sadovich, in a magic shop in London. Wow. What he was doing in a magic shop. Uh, finally plucked up the courage to speak to him and he pretended that someone had shouted him and went away. I was gutted. He's a close-up magician. That's what he was doing there. That's his thing. That was a joke. Well. Yeah. Uh, and I met Gazza once and he told me to get the beers in. Cheeky old Gazza. Did he? Ended his career. Uh, we met Kajagoogoo on the promenade at Barry Island, South Wales, when we were on a school trip in 1981. Anthony, love to your mothers. Lovely. Uh, morning, guys. No, not finishing that one. Uh, I met PJ Harvey after she played a gig in a tiny pub in Bridport. God, celebrities really get to rubbish places, now, don't there they? There was somebody here, bizarre, who'd met two of uh, their heroes, which was Bill Bailey. I met Bill Bailey and Lee from 911. How bizarre is that? Both is big heroes of mine. Unfortunately, quite drunk on both occasions. I've I've met Lee from 911. No, you have, haven't you? Yeah, when I worked at the Forte Post House, uh, Lancaster Fortin Services, uh, 911 were doing a big pop concert nearby. Yeah. Stayed over, ordered room service. I took it up to him. There you go, guys. Cheers, mate. Down on the bed, didn't even touch their pizza. Uh, had to go and get it back up. We had Fred the Weatherman stay there. He had my sausage off my buffet. <laughs> uh, Steve Bronski out of Bronski Beat. Was he there? Yeah, he was there. When did, you, when did you work there? Uh, uh, when I was 16. 16 years old. Yeah. Serving Hobnobbing the, with the celebrities. Serving the stars. Yeah. I bet you loved that job, didn't you? Getting home, telling your mum, you'll never guess what. <laughs> Get, guess who I've just met? Yeah. Guess who I've met? Trevor McDonald. Yeah. Oh, we never had Trevor McDonald. <laughs> no, no, you dreamt of McDonald. Oh, that would have been a dream. I very nearly met David Gray once um, at a football game, Old Trafford, uh, and he was there, and I was a massive fan of his at the time. I was about, I was about 15. But you still are, mate, aren't you? Yeah, but I was properly sort of into him back then, and he just sort of from nowhere just walked past, and I got all kind of goosebumps, and I went, oh, I should say hello, but I couldn't. And my brother just wanders up to him and goes, David, just like to say, cracking musician, well done. And David Gray was a little bit awkward and kind of walked off. Yeah. But you never know. Do you, do you say hello to him? Do you not? Generally. I'd say, well, you know, because you were really, you really regretted not going up to Yeah, I'd love to you? say hello. Well, not, not to kind of go, but I just wanted to say, Don't you know, say that. 
Look at that. No, but I just wanted to say, you know, in all seriousness, I think you're a phenomenal comic, and I've watched your DVD many times. Yeah, and I just wish you'd been a bit more new material when you did your second tour. I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't see the tour. But yeah, well, you would have felt a little bit differently if you'd paid twenty well, quid to go and watch a tour you've already seen. Well, that was what, that was, what was funny about it. Right? We're, we're driving away, and I'm literally looking out the window, watching him play frisbee with his kids, going, oh, "I should go over there and say it's hello." Like Titanic, he had I his sh- hand on the car I sh- window. I should go over there and say hello. I just think he's wonderful. John generally goes. I couldn't do it. He robbed me blind. 20 quid. 20 quid, that's something owes me. 20 quid. Five quid for his programme as well. It's just a lot of doodles he's done. We all doodle, mate. You keep it to yourself. It was hilarious. And there's literally me kind of going, oh, I think he's amazing. He won't... I will not shake his hand. I won't be able to do it. I'll smack him in the face. Yeah, unbelievable. Rachel in witness. Uh, Terry Pratchett was sat at the back of a London bus I got on once. I wouldn't recognise Terry Pratchett. No, I Pratchett. wouldn't either, no. Uh, he was wearing his big black hat and long coat, just like his photo in his books, I yeah. suppose. That's, uh, he was surrounded by papers, and I guess he was just riding around getting inspired. Uh, and then uh, I haven't read much Terry Pratchett. It looks like Ank Morpork must be a skewed version of Camberwell, where I boarded. I was starstruck. Couldn't bring myself to say hello. I just whispered to my friend. Oh, exciting, though, isn't it? Right, um, let's play the news. That's what we're doing after the news. Play right? the news. Play, that's a, <laughs> yeah, as in press play on the news. Oh, it's tense today because I forgot my poem. Um, so You didn't forget your poem. You deliberately didn't bring your poem. Yeah. And thus sabotaged what could have been a good feature. It's not a good feature. It just gets people's backs up. So, uh, after this, what we will do is a good feature, which Season is... right, uh, Narcon. I apologise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the, the news quiz, we're going to do that. The official news I quiz. I don't want to do the news quiz. Oh, it just gets news? people's backs up. Fair enough. Let's knack the whole thing <laughs> off. It's time for the news quiz, John. You're going to play Andre. Andre, are you there? Yes, I am, yeah. Hello, mate. Are you ready? I am, yeah. What are your credentials to beat uh, the genius John Richardson in a quiz? What are you packing A level wise, GCSE wise, degree wise? What you got? I'm doing a degree at the moment. All right, in sports therapy. Sports therapy. Right. Ah. So he's currently. What year are you? Uh, I've just finished my first year. Ah, you're at where... This you, is the danger time. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly where John was before he went mental. <laughs> right. Now, hopefully that won't happen to you. Uh, All the best to you, Andre. Yeah, here we go. Let's do it. Uh, if you win this, then you are thus known as Andre the Giant. Lovely stuff, yeah. Right, first question. British forces have been accused of releasing a plague of ferocious man-eating badgers in the Iraqi city of Basra. True or false? Uh, false. False. I'm going false as well. False. Absolutely true. Uh, Rack them up. According to whom? You got your source? Uh, according to the Times, according to the Telegraph, and according to the Daily Mail, and according to the angry people of the city of Basra, <laughs> Who you interviewed earlier in the week. I did. Now, when cornered, the desert fox will sing its way out of trouble. True or false? True. True, says John. True. True, it is false. Rack oh, em up. Dear. Howard is doing it today. <laughs> Police in Iran... <laughs> right, keep it together, keep it together. You're, you're false. Do, you're doing very well. No, I'll, do, I'll read a different one. A new gym... <laughs> no, no, no. There we go. <clears throat> An average of 50 people a day ring up 999 for help with their crosswords. True or false? True. True, says Andre. Um... False. False, says John. It is false. Finally, Richardson's on there. 1-0, as it starts. A porn star A porn star is being sued for using an old school chum's name as a professional X-rated stage name. True or false? I'm going to go true. True, says... True. True. It is true, correct. A new gym for two-year-olds has opened in California. True or false? Oh, Americans are fat, aren't they? I've they seen are it on fat. the news. They are fat. That has to be true. True, says John. True. True, it is false. Oh. <laughs> the rodents... Oh, no, that's a different one. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's an add-on to the, uh, the only one, we think. Uh, an 11-year-old US girl was charged with drink driving after crashing whilst trying to outrun police at more than 100 miles an hour. Now, Drop I don't know about the 100 miles an hour bit. But the first bit is definitely true. But you might have added the last bit and made it into a lie. The girl was caught when she lost control of her high-powered ride and it rolled over in an Alabama beach town. That's the full. Um, I'm going true. True, says John. Uh, true. True, it is true. The Incredible Hulk inventor Stan Lee thought of the idea after his daughter had the last bit of mustard and he got really cross. <laughs> true or false? Well, I'm going false. False, says John. I'm going to get true. I want to beat John. Yeah, it is false. <laughs> yeah. Close, very close indeed. And I believe that's it. Um, You're not oh, doing no. the police one. That's definitely false. Do you want to tell everyone what you made up? 
No. <laughs> I do. I've got two ones. Uh, an Italian football fan has started putting up a grave every time his team loses a major match. Um, true. True, says John. False. False, says Andre. It is true. Yeah! And the final question... surge at the end. Police in Iran are reported to have taken 14 squirrels into custody because they are suspected of spying. False. 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 It is true. Uh. It is true. The rodents were found near the Iranian border, allegedly equipped with eavesdropping devices, according to Sky News. Yeah. So there we go. What was the total score? Um, you got three, John's got five. John got five and Andre got... Uh, two. Andre oh. got two. Five, two. It's a crushing defeat. Luckily, sports therapy, you'll be able to deal with the after-effects of being beaten. Yeah, of course, and don't forget to warm down after a rigorous Absolutely. news quiz. Absolutely, yeah, you've done very well. Well, unlucky, Andre. Nice to meet you, mate. Uh, have a fantastic Sunday. What are you up to later? Um, I'm not playing cricket, but it's hopefully it keeps shining. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, are you a bowler? Are you a batsman? A bowler. Nice. And also, can I just can I keep on mentioning Jip? Because he's my dog. Oh, oh really? Oh, Jip, man. Oh, wow. Is there a way? Can you put Jip near the radio? If we mention Jip, do you reckon you could get him to bark? Only, he only barks when the door rings. When the door rings? Can yeah. you can you please can you do us a favour? <laughs> can you ring the door <laughs> so we can just prove? I'll try. All right, here we oh. go. Listen, because he's a long-time listener to the show, Jip the dog. Oh, and there's you, look. Yeah. Oh, there's me! Oh, there's me! <laughs> That's you talking. Hello, I'm Russell. I'm about to go downstairs. That's all right, it's fine. Poo bum. What are you doing? Here we go. I just wanted to hear myself, shall I? There he is! <laughs> One more time. That him. Oh, good old Jip. Who, who's at the door, Jip? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Well, there you go. All right, Jip, don't overplay your part. He won't shut up now. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, he's going to get killed. Definitely that was Fight Like the Night by Malcolm Middleton. Big fan of his work. Are you? Oh, yeah, I think he's great. I don't remember yesterday. I don't remember calling. The loneliest night of my life come calling. Fantastic. It's a very, very, very gloomy and dark. And it's a real kind of late night gig music if you're, if you're traveling back and you've had a like, really horrible gig. If you listen to that, it's the time of year for those. There's every chance you could crash your car. It's really that thing, but it really makes you feel good about when it's knackered now, anyway. Who's knackered? My car. Is it? Put my clutch down yesterday. Dun, dun, dun. Big popping sound. Clutch goes to the floor. Don't come back up again. <sighs> That's scary. Stranded I was. I had, and there was only a woman around, but I needed help pushing. And there's something quite ungallant about asking a woman to push your car for you. But I tried pushing it on my own, but you can't push and steer. How, did you, how did you broach that? Just wonder up to I just went, my car's broken. Get it. Get you. Go on. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> just suddenly there watching me. That'd be great. If you arrive in like dress robes. What am I doing? <laughs> Pushing my own car. Don't <laughs> look around with me. Um, oh, it's a to do. So is, is it fixed? No, it's just parked up. Cars are like relationships. The first time they let you down, it's over. So now I've got to buy a new car. Are you joking? Why didn't you tell me this before? Well, it's not, you know, big news, is it? And then... Right, so if I, you've lost your ride, how are you getting about? I have to park up, leg it to the station, don't I? Running, yeah. all red-faced, red get there, train's cancelled. Couldn't oh, believe it. Oh, oh, I thought, what a day I'm having. Oh, John, I thought. There was police activity on the line at Newport. Uh, police oh. activity, not the train police. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the they train, were all over it. The train police were called to see a man the other day. He refused to put his top on, <laughs> right? And it was very funny, because he was like... Was it Charles Kennedy again? <laughs> yeah, nice. It, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't Charles Kennedy, it was just a, a lunatic not wearing a shirt. And they came to see him, and they went, we're going to have to get the train police. And he, he was just fantastic, going, ooh, ooh, you're going to get the train police. And they went towards him, and he was humming the theme tune to Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Not funny. to be confused with the theme tune to Simon and the Witch. Which goes... Yeah, exactly the been, same. There's been a bit of an awkward situation. Now, if you're listening to the show last week, uh, we were trying to figure out what the uh, theme tune to Simon and the Witch uh, yeah. was. We couldn't do it, and we rang up a man whose name escapes me. James. James. And he said, I know how to do it, and we got him to do it live on air. And I might have said something along the lines of, you know, I got... Now you can replace John. No. I said, hey, you can have a regular feature in the show. And he, uh, he emailed in today, and he wants a regular feature, so yeah. we feel really bad about it. So when we do, like, a touring show, like a Radio 1 roadshow kind of show... He'll be our opening act. Okay. He'll come on and the crowd will go, Do Transformers! And do James the Cat. And then you and me rock out wearing thongs and uh, we just do our stuff. Problem there. Go on. I ain't wearing no thong. So hang on a minute. Oh yeah, you'll wear a thong. How much money will I, mean. I have to give you to wear a thong in front of people? How many people? Uh, <laughs> good counterpoint. Uh, ten people. You don't know any of them. You'll never see them again. Uh, but you've got to wander around going, Oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. 
10 grand. 10 grand, I'll do that. No yeah. problems. All, all right. right. Uh, where, where <laughs> can we do it? You're doing all right for yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. It's fine. Oh, I'd gladly, if I had money to burn, that'd be one of the first thing I'd do. And invite You'd you give on. me 10 grand to wear a thong in front oh, of 10 strangers. As long as I could record it on You've my phone. You've got problems, mate. As long as I could record oh, it on my phone. Oh, that's different then, isn't it? Because now it's more than 10 people. Suddenly it's on YouTube. Okay, DVD rights. <laughs> what do you need? That would be, that it was... being an extra on your DVD. <laughs> I'm already getting wheeled out on your tour to just wave and then get put back in the dressing room. <laughs> that would be funny. Say hello, John. Now go away again. Now, we're talking about people that you've met uh, and stuff like that. Somebody emailed in earlier with a fantastic one that they've met Mr. T. Yeah, I met Mr. T in McDonald's in Liverpool. He was the genie in pantomime at the time from Steve in the Widow. Fantastic. Someone here uh, I met Jimmy Hill at a kung fu competition. You don't get to say that out loud often enough. <laughs> right. He asked me if I was going to break some bricks. <laughs> How wonderful is that? That's got to be me. You're going yeah, to uh, break some bricks, are you? Uh, someone here has met Dave Gorman, Ross Noble after their gigs. Now he just wants to meet you, John. So that's right, cool. well, you know, I'm everywhere. I'm like the wind. Uh, <laughs> we've, had a, we've had one in from Shaq in it, Leeds. In people's tents? Uh, yeah, yeah, frequently. I saw Jarvis Cocker eating a sandwich on a London street about yeah. five years ago. I just left a pointless board meeting and shuffled past whilst trying not to look, but I think the sandwich was egg. Ooh. Jarvis Cocker eating an egg sandwich. I can imagine he would eat an egg sandwich. Yeah. It looks like he smells of egg sandwiches, Jarvis Cocker, doesn't it? <laughs> Generally. It's bad news about the old Ashton Court Festival, isn't it, being Well, cancelled? yeah, we hear this. I was going to go down and make everybody laugh. Lay it down. No, I, I'm not going to. I was supposed to be doing, but I was going to cancel you it. You were going to cancel it anyway, weren't so you? So quid's Because you've it. got to go and watch Bambi on DVD. Hey, is that out again? Fantastic. <laughs> Let's do ball games. We'll do and to prove it's live... I'll make a mistake by saying the word <laughs> sucker. So, uh, we should, do you want to hear this Lauro story? Actually, no, we had a, an email about John's car. Uh, because John's got clutch uh, beef. Uh, someone, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing a doctor about it. <laughs> yeah, I've got clutch beef. Well, I'll stop eating. Uh, hi, John, it sounds like your clutch cable has snapped. Dun, dun, dun. The same thing happened to me the very first time I went out in a car learning to drive. My dad managed to bump start it and drive it the first few miles back home in first gear. Unable to stop, he timed various junctions and traffic lights perfectly. Great skills. Well, Fantastic this is... bit of dad driving, is that? This is the queer thing. Go on. It's It went, right? So then I, I got that woman to push it. Right? I just, you know... She's How'd you of, go about doing that? Well, I just got her to back her wheelchair against the car and sort of push really hard <laughs> against nice, it. Exactly. So then we got it onto put the your, W... Put, put your walking stick down. <laughs> put your back into it. Oi, grandad. <laughs> um, so we got it on the up on the curb, and then they, they shut off. The, the woman or the car? Push, right. Right. And then I got back in it, and the clutch was all right again. Woman or the car? <laughs> then the clutch was all right so yeah. i don't know if it's fixed but i don't want to drive it now but it's going in for its service i say we smash anyway. it up smash it up burn it <laughs> and uh, make an example of that car that's let you down yeah well that's it on it you know let's tire. smash it up mate let's I smash a tire it up blow out on the motorway and that now let's smash it up and say it was kids that done it i'm gonna get a diesel and we'll get a diesel and we'll say like you know we'll do an insurance fraud i shouldn't mention this on air but we'll smash it up yeah and like write the sort of naughty stuff on it, you know. Poo. Yeah, why not? Bit poo. But maybe, you know, throw some of that in it. Right. And then goes a load of like angry sort of vagrants who've smashed it up and yeah. then we'll get you a Ferrari. Right. And I've already made one insurance claim this year. What was that? Uh, I was when I had my tyre blowout and nearly killed myself on the M5. Right. Yeah. But it'd be fun to I smash it. How much fun would it be to smash your car up? For you, quite fun. <laughs> for me, not very. But if we know we get Let's the- smash your one up because yours is bigger. There'd be more for us to do. We, but see, if we could get away with that, that would be fun, wouldn't it? Just well, it's really... going to be more difficult now, isn't it? Yeah. Mouthy. <laughs> Damn it. Now, uh, that would be a good board game. Actually, it wouldn't. Don't do that. Don't yeah. If you're bored, why not smash your car up? But it'd be like, it's like, like starting a fire. That's oh, what it'd be like so... that scene from Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what happens? Exactly. When you something a stranger <laughs> in yeah. the something. Don't need to what go there. a film. Fans um, of Big Lebowski yeah. should chase ch- choo-choo. Go on. <laughs> hey, John, you know, fans of the Big Lebowski. Yeah, they should stay tuned, because I've got a treat coming up for them between 12 and 1. Have you really? Yes. A sarsaparilla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, we... Do you uh, have to use so many cuss words. The thing I find bizarre about that, though, because... Um, is how, how you were able to get somebody to help you with the car. Because I remember the only time I've, I've had a few crashes has, has been well documented. But I remember once, I, um, my, the, I think I had a similar thing with the clutch, and it was very late at night, and I had to use one of those orange phones to ring up, and I was terrified. And I was walking along the motorway with a stick, just in case someone attacked me. Right, was it yeah. a big stick? It was just, but it would have looked like people driving along the road like I was a blind man, just wandering along with the stick, and I'd lost control of where I was. But it was so scary at night, and I just stood by my car for about an hour holding this stick, ready to beat people up in case they attacked me, and they didn't. And there's you, finding an old lady to push your car. Yeah, it was the middle of the day. 
Oh, yeah. I suppose that's the difference. Don't really see many old ladies out and about at night. So <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're going to do uh, board games now. But before that, just one very yeah, keep on texting six four zero four six the uh, the famous people you've met or nearly met and interesting stories that go with it. Uh, somebody here, uh, very last one. They're in Paris, John, on a New Year booze up with Gay you. Paris. Yep. New Year booze up, two mates, 1979, propping up the bar in a left bank cafe. They noticed a distinguished older man walk in with a pretty girl on his arm. He looked familiar. He asked the barman for some matches and then glanced across at us looking a little harassed, not wanting to be recognised. Just as he's made his way to the door, the penny dropped and my mate John shouted out in a thick Sheffield accent, F me, it's Richard Burton. Burton turned around, smiled, nodded and made his way into the night with the impossibly pretty girl. How cool is that? I love the uh, just Richard Burton getting noticed, just looking and going, damn right, and strutting off. So, board games, John, what we got? Oh, we've got loads of board games. What's up? Shall I read some for you? Yeah. Uh, this is from Sam. Uh, four kisses there. Four, four kisses? The hey, we'll all take one of them. Sorted. Correct. I thought you might be interested in my game of dead ants to pass the time in the studio. The right. rules go something like this. Dun, dun. And then correct use of the colon. Uh, not the internal colon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, one person in the building slash office is elected head ant, and at any time they can shout out dead ant, and everyone else must immediately fall to the floor and play dead. The last person to fall becomes the next head ant. The success of the game hinges on the head ant's timing, often best employed when they watch one particular person and call it at the most inappropriate time, such as when they're carrying stuff. Right. So I would shout dead ant, and you'd all have to fall on the floor. You're head ant, are you? I'm taking head ant, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm saving it for later, though. Just you watch out for that. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that. That's quite good fun. So, throughout the show, we're all playing this ant game. Whenever John says... Dead ant, but dead that don't count. Uh, not that one. So Not that one. But whenever you say dead ant, we all have to jump You all on have to fall on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Look at him, he's not happy. Well, I stand up. That's yeah. a fair point. Well, it's easiest for you, isn't you it? You don't always stand up, Adam. Jeez. We're through the fire. Uh, anything else? Um, <laughs> my board game... Uh, right, right, right. When I'm bored and there's nothing on TV, yep. I flick between the different channels with Nothing on TV? The world's tallest teenager was on this week. Oh, God, I'm tired of telly. It's really rubbish it's at the just, moment, isn't It's it? ridiculous, isn't it? But There's you can't a whole not watch it. It's like B- Big Brother. Have you got into that? God, that really frustrates me. I watched the I, um, I watched it. the eviction the other day, and I don't watch any of it. And then you, well, those two sentences don't seem to go together. That's the snag. You you watch a little bit of it, and it gets you hooked. That girl Charlie's properly mental. She's insane. They, they were. Did you see? It? They were booing her right as she went outside. But like, get Charlie out, get Charlie out, boo! And she went back into the house and went. Oh, did you hear? They're all cheering my name, they love me. And you're, you're either going, either you're playing a game, or you're so deluded that you're, you, you need that adulation. Yeah. Freaky. Who would go on Big Brother? So what, what's she upset was. you about telling them? What well, not seen? me, this is an email from Jessica. Right. Uh, when I'm bored, there's nothing to watch on TV. I flip between the different channels with the remote, trying to get them to have funny conversations with each other. Oh, that's always that's good fun. Good game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Like Guess the Advert. You don't really play Guess the Advert anymore. Do you used to that when you were a kid? Oh, I vaguely remember that, yeah. You yeah. had to guess what the brand was before, as quickly as you can. I do that with the, uh, the cinema trailers. You know when you see... And it's like DreamWorks. You know what that's going to be, or... <laughs> In my, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't touch myself over. What are you suggesting? Well, that was the noise you were making. Yeah, I, I went into. Started joining. Yeah, yeah. I, I went into a uh, a little flash independently owned cinema the other day in Bath. <laughs> oh, of course you did. Watched yeah, that yeah. Edith Piaf uh, film. La Vie en Rose. La, well, yeah, exactly. Awkward pronouncing that in front of the man at the desk. Right. I'll uh, watch the. Uh, Is that what you just said? Oh, I watched that Edith Piaf film. Unfortunately, me. that's what I went for. I let Can I down. see Edith Penis, please? I Thank did you not very say much. Edith Penis. I should be watching it on my own because I am a journalist. <laughs> yeah. That is what. I am, I is do. what I'm doing here on my own, <laughs> watching do. a film about a lady what sings songs. Fantastic, it was great. Very depressing, but in a, in quite a nice way. You suddenly find yourself going, right, I'm going to achieve lots in my life. Right, and what, what have you done in the last week, apart from not bringing your poem in on purpose? Oh, John. Come on, what have you done? I uh, did Latitude Festival. Right, so did I. Yeah, lots of fun. Um, what else did I do? Cooked a steak. Grumbly, though, weren't you? You weren't looking forward to it. Grumbly. Lots of phone calls you going, we can't be bothered with it, to be honest. I, yeah. sh- I should sooner see it home and have some <laughs> short bets. Well, I didn't say any of those. You've turned into me. You've become a liar. When did, I, when did I say I'd sooner see it at home? I had a lovely chat with some people on the train, chatting about... Uh, oh, it was really lovely. I met, I met these, um, these two uh, blokes who were chatting away, right? We are talking about Harry Potter. One of them didn't um. enjoy it. One of them didn't enjoy it, and I said, oh, come on, what are you talking about? How can you not enjoy Harry Potter? Didn't really get into it, right? And then, 
then I said, hey, here's a thing. You know when you were first reading the Harry Potter books? Harry Potter books? <laughs> Harry Potter books. Did you say, <laughs> did you not know how to say Hermione? Was anyone here calling her Hermione? They both agreed. Right. Yeah, it was a lovely moment when we all agreed we were a little bit thick. Right. It's and a good job I want there. No. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Christ. Me car's bust. So, we're doing board games uh, at the moment. Uh, text us in with the uh, things you do to get through life. Uh, 64046 or email at bbc.co.uk. What you won't be doing is going to the Ashton Court Festival, John. Ain't happening, is it? Cancelled, love. Cancelled. What are you, uh, well. you going to do instead? I shall go home and watch a film. The problem is, I Sky what Plus... What shall you watch, John? I Sky Plus all these films, right? I know that. But what with me being an intellect primarily, and all that? Primarily Sky Premier right here. Yeah, generally. Uh, but I, Sky Plus quite intense films. I and know when I get in yeah. from gigs, I can't be bothered with all these. It just can't be too much, so I end up just watching, like, you know, Mr Bean and that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Mr Bean? Uh, the film. Have you ever watched, what's that really dreadful, uh, Rat Race? You ever seen that? No. God, that's a truly bad film. I, I had to delete the librarian this week. I couldn't get through that. Um, but, so what, I've got what? loads of quite intense ones like Capote to watch. So Capote's good, yeah. Yeah, but good night and good luck. They're what? not the sort of thing you want to be getting into when you've done a gig. No. So it's I'll like when you made us watch that. Munich. Remember late night when we had to watch Munich? Oh, you didn't, though, did you? You just went off to bed. It's like when we tried to watch Flags of Our Fathers. Oh, oh, let's not go through this again, Jesus. Well, if I was an M&M, what colour M&M would I be? wasn't what I was saying. I simply wasn't into it. I found it a little bit tiresome. Fell asleep. Woke up. And we've we've spoken about this before. Yeah, I fell asleep. It's the only time I've done it. Actually, tell a lie. Once fell asleep during Big, and that's a belter. So, (laughs) you know, my narcolepsy knows no bounds. Right, uh, John, you got any games, war games you want to read out? Uh, yeah. Go on, Well, I don't know if I can... Can I say this word? What is it? Um, you read your one and I'll find out if I can Ma- say this Mouth word. the word to me first. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, well, instead of saying that, say, um... Uh... <laughs> Cream? Love yogurt. <laughs> love yogurt? Love yogurt. <laughs> We've pretty much said it now, haven't we? Well, you can't say, you know... Um... It rhymes with junk. Love yogurt. That's fine. For this for this game, it helps to be bored and a little bit tipsy because then it's hilarious. If you go onto the online urban dictionary and find some phrases that are apparently common enough slang to put in the form of a dictionary, oh yes, and try and use them in a sentence. Right. One of which is uh, blankalicious puberloid, which apparently is a compliment for a gorgeous person. Possibly more flattering ways to say it, though. You can also play text roulette with it by writing a message with the term, scrolling through your phone book, and sending it to someone at random. Now, that is funny. Let's I have a bang drink with my friend Nick uh, it, yesterday, who made the mistake phone. of leaving his phone. Yep. So I texted uh, our friend Sam with the message, I just thought it was time you knew how much I like men's bums. Well, let's do that now. Because uh, no, we've done this in the past, haven't we? And I like texted like your, your brother or something, and you texted <laughs> someone who runs gigs. Okay, well, you tell me a message to send... So what is it? It's, how about I put, you are spunky. Right. And what was the other bit? Uh, puberloid. You are a spunky puberloid. Yeah. Okay. Puberloid. Uh, I haven't got unpredictive. <laughs> how weird. You are, uh, I've put puberloid. That's very different. Yeah, that's how it's spelled, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Puberloid. You, you're a spunky puberloid. Right, I'm going to click send. John, you, I'll just randomly do it whenever right. you say. Stop. Okay. As if you're going to do it. I can't send it to a taxi company. <laughs> um, go on. Say when. Properly say when. Now. I can't send it to the RAC. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got Do any it. numbers in your phone? Here we go. Oh, it. this is coming really lonely now. You've just got, like, numbers <laughs> out of the yellow pages in your phone. Say, can't send it to Bessie's Bakery. Say when. Stop. James Taylor. I'll send it to James Taylor. Oh, your agent. Lovely Boring. stuff. Now, uh, give us your phone. No, I'm not doing it. Oh, come on. I've just done it, man. I've just, sent it, I've just sent it away. I've got important numbers in my What are you phone. doing? I've just sent it to my agent. I fancy him. Yeah. Come on, you're playing this game. Put no that... way. Oh, f- right, fine. <laughs> fine, fine. Oh, come on, mate. You'll make oh. it fun. Good lad. So I've got to write... You've got to put... Oh, no, my phone's off and the battery's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> right, that's simply <laughs> not an excuse. Yeah, the battery's gone. I need it later on. In case my car breaks, I have to phone the uh, AA. Oh, don't I've got their like number that. in no, my come phone. On, Sometimes just, I just call them for a chat. I've just come on to my bloody agent. Yeah, come on. have you? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> right. now, give me your phone. Adam, get his phone. Which phone? Yeah, absolutely. 
red ants or whatever it bloody is. Give us your phone. It's in my special pocket as well. You ain't getting it out of there. Oh, his pouch. Don't go near his pouch. <laughs> I hate his pouch. John's a little bit funny. There's been a bit of an incident there's in been the studio. Ma- there's been a physical assault. If you check your webcam and see me getting held down in the studio by three men... Yeah. I mean, I managed to hold two of you off, but three was too much. Yeah, he tri- I've got one on my legs, one on my arms, and one getting in my pouch. If <laughs> if you if you check the webcam, it's not the first time you'll see John beating off three men. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, isn't this clever radio? Yeah. <laughs> Let's text rude messages to people and physically assault our professional colleagues on the airwaves. You loved it. I'm trying to get poetry going on this show and grammatical correctness, and now we're texting "You smell of poo" to my nan. Well, very well done. That's, that's revolutionised radio. That's You're the new Chris Moyles. That's a good idea. Adam, you got that. You smell of poo <laughs> to his nan. It'll be under nan for nan. Any ideas? <laughs> Don't get all funny. You enjoyed it. You love a bit of oh, I love being held down, yeah. I love cuddles. And one of you stunk of B.O. I'm guessing that was you. Yeah, that is me. Oh, unbelievable. Christ. Never mind. Um... It's nearly time for the news. So I'm going to break down now in my car, and I'm going to go to phone the AA, and they'll go, where are you? And I'll go, hip, and then it'll cut out, and my nan thinks she smells of poo. No, you'll go to ring the AA, and they go, oh, you, is it? Apparently we smell of poo. <laughs> well, we're going to come out and get your car. You always do this, because we've done this before, and you texted another mate of yours, and then you text someone horrible off my phone. Who did I text? I can't remember. You text, like, your brother or, like, Pitcher or someone like that. It's nah. just a mate of yours, and then you text a relative. I didn't mine. text her, I'd never do a relative. On mine you did. Who did I send oh, it no, to? Oh no, you sent it to Nick Hill on mine. That's a good, that's a good it's one. It's good for you. Nick Hill books a gig in Gloucester. Let's not hover around M. Let's just, uh, M is vetoed. Oh, I'm not sending it to the mums. Right, you're just nothing on M. Hang on a minute, what's he got on M? Have you got a fancy lady? No, just nothing on M. What are you writing? How long it's taking you to write this? What you got there? I can't get predictive off on this. Oh, ah, this is not going well at all. I've just I've messed up my timing. I had to go upstairs to get sugar for my tea. And the, uh, Honestly, the BBC, what do you pay your licence fee for? Well, John... Uh, should be a woman to bring me sugar for my furthermore, tea. Furthermore, John, they've made an absolute nincompoop out of the Queen. <laughs> Let's, let's patch over that nice face sexism. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't supposed to be sexism. I was picturing a little old tea lady, but then oh, I realised it came out quite sexist. But it wasn't meant to. I was oh, just picturing a tea lady. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to the tea lady? Whatever happened to R Price Records? Someone emailed in a celebrity that they'd met in R Price, and I thought, ooh, R Price. And I made the mistake of thinking, uh, did they become HMV? Apparently not. Will told us they, they became, became virgin. virgin. There you go. And Fop's gone now. Oh. Heartbreaking. Yeah, no, it is a little bit, isn't it? Because you can Lee get Evans qu- DVD box set for a tenner. Six DVDs for a tenner. Slam. Unbelievable. It, it is odd, I believe I got him as well. I think tenner as well. Quid. Fifteen. Quid I think I got it for a tenner. Oh. I think that's the beauty of it. Never mind. There's a Those fantastic... days are long gone. <laughs> well, a week ago. Mm. Uh, there's a lovely story in Never the. Get that back. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a lovely story. It's a very interesting story here. I've just been reading it. Uh, there's a builder called Tommy McHugh, right? He had a brush with death when blood vessels burst in his brain, right? Don't finish it there. It turned him into an amazing homegrown Picasso. Tommy, who'd never painted before, put down his bricks and has been manically daubing the walls of his house with impressionistic works of art ever since. And you've got a few of them there, right? Never done it. Uh, He's from Liverpool. He's uh, got a condition known as sudden artistic output, right? He's been painting. <laughs> what on a rubbish title! I know it's great. Sudden artistic output. Yeah, but he's drawing like loads of like stuff. He's got this really fantastic quote here. He goes, "Tommy fifty seven was soon painting on every clear space he could find, including his own Sistine ceiling." He believes Picasso must have suffered from the same medical condition. He says, "If he was alive, I could have had. A, I could have said to him, you 'You've got a bit of brain damage, haven't you?'" I reckon I'd have had a laugh with him. It's fantastic. Imagine that. So he can't stop drawing. He's just drawn loads and loads of kind of quite manic, lots of faces and screaming kind of mouths and stuff like that. His wife's left him, but I'll tell you what, he's got some <laughs> absolute she has. They tend to do that anyway, these these wives. Yeah, yeah, but it's horrible. She left because she was so disturbed <laughs> by the change in her hubby. <laughs> Tricky half hour for me, isn't it? It is. Has bit... she actually left him? Yeah. Oh, she... well, that's not so funny then. I no. thought you were doing a joke. No, Divorce no, no. is only funny if it's fictitious. No, no, she left him because he couldn't stop drawing. Right, did he draw on her? <laughs> well, she you just know. woke up one morning. <laughs> she should get it, yeah, she should get it. Yeah, Nick, me belly. <laughs> nice. um, what have we got coming up, Russell, in hey, this tell, half hour? I'll tell you what we have got coming up. The bot watch. Oh, uh, find out what them lads have been up well, to. Well, last week they were in the labyrinth, I believe. Yeah. And they've been in France for a long time. You know, the, the journey continues for those oh, little sons of guns. Apparently we had, we had an email in that uh, it was a bit freaky, actually. Whenever there's a couple, if they're having an argument, 
uh, if the uh, the lady in the in the couple stopped, she probably started it. She probably <laughs> while we're doing it, yeah. I might as well have a proper ten minutes where I'm just a pig, and then I'll get over it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, what was very exciting? Fun, though, we've got a, we've got a new uh, assistant producer working on the show uh, from Swindon. What's her name? Kelly Stook. Kelly Stook. 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 Yeah, let's call her Kelly Stook. <laughs> let's see if we can't get John. Well, well, let's just see if you're this bawdy when she's in the studio. Well, or whether you go, hello, Kelly, I'm going getting some teasers. Do you want some tea? It's not going to be for me, I though. have too much sugar in my tea, Kelly, but I don't I need a girlfriend. Told. I'm, not, I'm not the one who needs well, a girlfriend here. I'm not the one. I don't need a girlfriend. Oh, no, I want a tea lady. Someone to make me tea. I need a girlfriend. <laughs> Stop cuddling me. Don't touch my pouch. You need a girlfriend. I think what I We've said We've got a lady, is... works in radio, lives in Swindon. I think what I said is stop assaulting me when you all assaulted me. How great would it be? Why when do I have to go and get my own sugar? I'm she's going to rock up. Now. She's going to rock up. I, I picture her looking a bit like the uh, the rabbit at the Cadbury's caramel adverts. <laughs> oh yeah, you know now, I mean? now you're talking. Yeah, sitting, massive ears, yeah, buck yeah, yeah. teeth, sitting down, mm. sitting down, all hairy sexy. backside, sitting all so. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sitting down all sexy, and you just getting hello. Russell the other day said something about ladies making tea. I, I thought it was lies. Chamomile. How great would it be if there's like an on-air kind of, well, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? And everywhere, the will-they-won't-they they kind of romance thing going on with Kelly Fook. Yeah, 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 totally. Why are you doing this? Yeah. It's going to be awkward when she comes in. Good news from Swindon. Enjoy that, Fooker. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be brilliant, isn't it? No, oh. it's not, because now you've ruined it. She's going to get in, oh, all excited. Yeah. What if she's like... Oh, oh John, what were you going to say then? You vulgar little animal. <laughs> You've ruined this. You've ruined it. You go into a track and plug it. It's from the Indian Summer Festival. It's Andrew Bird. Yes, it is, John. I'll tell you what, all weekend we're playing live tracks from the Indian Summer. Uh, we, all weekend are we ruining my social life as well? Nope, you're doing that. And up after us, the Music Week is coming live from the festival with all the backstage hey, gossip and chat. Stop throwing <laughs> stuff at me. Uh, also, they'll be checking out the Glasgow music scene and asking the question, is it all over for big festivals? It is in John's eyes, isn't it, mate? Everything's in my eyes. I got, and also, at 8 o'clock tonight, Guy Harvey will be presenting Guy his... Guy who, mate? Guy Garvey, even, will be presenting his show <laughs> live from the festival with loads of live music and interviews. More on that later when we chat with him. Also, the Queens and Noise were live yesterday. You can hear them on the show on Listen Again. Now... And you just made all that up off the cuff. I did, yes. I, I, oh, Christ. John, if you're a fan of live music, which you are, aren't you? Uh. We've got... <laughs> yes. Exit. Yes, that, was real, that was real hoggle from uh, the labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, Polytechnic coming Can't up later. right all the time. Who? who? Polytechnic, my friend. Oh, and like the old unis. Correct. And then we're doing an interview with uh, Guy Garvey. Right. Because be... Guy Harvey's dropped out, hasn't Gar- he? Ha- Harvey's He's unavailable. Out. <laughs> he is. Now, um, we've got a text in saying, uh, I guys love the show. My best friend is moving to Swindon next weekend. What are the highlights that she can expect? That's specifically to you, John. Good news from Swindon. Oh, it's all happening in Swindon. Where should she check out two kisses, John? Um, Oh, she's put her name, The Fuka. Intriguing. (laughs) Intriguing. As the mystery, sexy double act bubbles over. Yeah. Go on. Where should she go in Swindon? Morrison's. Right. And the David Lloyd gym. Why should she go there, John? Because she... <laughs> get exercise. Say it. Say it. To be fit and financially solvent. John has been ringing me up all week, <laughs> kind of going, I'm joining the gym, I'm joining... Why join the gym? You're going to get ripped, going to get a girlfriend. <laughs> going to get me... I don't know why, how you think you're going to get a girlfriend in the gym. £54 a month, I better add. Yeah, but that isn't why people go there. People go there for £54 a month so they can work out in peace without you go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll do. Oh, that's all right, that. Oh, musty. How often do you run? I run all the time. I quite like Morrison's. Do you like Morrison's? Two for one deal there on pies. Oh, I'm off pies. You're off... I'm off pies. <laughs> Although I had a pie yesterday. Uh, I had a pie yesterday. <laughs> do you like the sign master? I can't get my head around it. Although that's not how you're supposed to do it. Joke. Oh, well, laughing. Are you laughing? Christ. You want to go over there, love, if you want one of those? What is it time for, Russell? Turn down your KD Lang. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to work out and get some. <laughs> you can either jump on board or jump off. Chatting up people at the gym. Has it got a jacuzzi? You can sit in the jacuzzi. Yeah, all the all the stuff. Just wait around. Yeah. Hey, it's nearly bot watch time, mate. Yeah. It's it's all. Well, I had my bot fiddled with before <laughs> trying to get my mobile out, and then you never even sent a text, did you, cowards? No. Chickens. <laughs> you lot are in a right giddy mood today. You knock my biscuits all over the floor. Mm. It's like doing a radio show with Dick and Dom. <laughs> 
Should we all say it? <laughs> um, I bag Z dumb because you guys are. Oh, you son of a. Now, we were just talking about that because uh, during the, the. We were talking about the Swindon and stuff. We chat it? off air, don't we? As we well do chat off Because we're buddies. We're, we're buddies. And John said, hey, I wouldn't mind a right fit lass uh, who was financially solvent. And I said, what would it like being going out with a really rich girl? And uh, our producer Adam said it would be great because you could become a uh, motorcycle racer. A motorcycle racer. <laughs> How cool would that be? I think it'd be a bit weird though. You'd feel indebted to her all the time. Oh, you would. Yeah, you'd nick you'd nick her stuff, wouldn't you? You would. Yeah, I suppose so. But listen to us having imaginary chats about girlfriends. We uh, well, I've got a girlfriend, but John doesn't have. All oh, well, right. Not that that's a problem. It's I've fine. Got a girl. Good news from Swindon. Oh, oh, I've, got. Yeah. I've got summer. <laughs> Hang on, well, let me work out what I've got. A life, a wonderful career, the curliest hair imaginable. Oh, shut up. A lovely smile, dead dead eyes, like a shark. No. I've got a Garlia melon in the fridge. There you go. <laughs> the most middle class of rap battles. Yeah? Well, you said what you like about my mum, mate. You should see my fridge loaded with really good fruit. Now. Some uh, good mustard piccalilli as well. Yeah, have that, Fiddy. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, great would that be? Just you, you slamming him. Yeah, well, I've got tessellated crockery. So eat my balls, 50. Come on. Right, I'm in a good mood now. We, is there a way of setting you up? We should do that. Let's end. Well, every week we do this, blah, blah, blah. There is a reason I haven't got a girlfriend. It's because no. I'm fatally flawed. Oh, come on. And as a thousand hearts go, oh, you're not fatally flawed, you're great. They go what? They go, because oh, <laughs> um, they're very excited. Now, let's enter you into a rap battle. I'll do it. That would be great, wouldn't it? tears. Yeah, that would be great, just bringing them out. Take him out, yeah, next. What? I was going to, no, it doesn't matter. What? It doesn't matter. What What are you two doing to each other? Nothing. I was going to say something, but now I'm not going to. Okay. Now, last week on the Bot Watch, John, uh, our boys were in the labyrinth, and basically they're travelling to find John Richardson. That's what's going on every week. Looking for me. They're looking for you, uh, the original maker of all the uh, the bots. <laughs> That's a better way of putting that. Oh, yeah. um, the bot maker, as you were. Um, and this week, I believe they're on a train trying to find you. They're actually on a tr- at Rainey's house, not on a when train. When two friends were torn apart by differing degrees of professional success, they each found solace in replicated robotic versions of the friends they left behind. For differing reasons, these robots became separated from their human owners. Now, united by a search to complete themselves, will our heroes find their way home? As we join Botwatch. I'm getting sick and tired of chasing... Cock! Shut up! Chasing... Big boys' cocks! Fine. No, no, go on. I'm sorry, lad. Say it. Chasing. Good. Chasing. Yeah. After. Yeah, there you go. Good, right. I'm getting sick and tired of chasing after cock. But that's your fault, that is getting in my head and all. I will do that. Seriously, though, John, but I'm fed up of all this caper. Us scratching around, dancing for money, stealing, kit- punching old women in the face. What a splendid idea, little man. <laughs> <gasps> Oh, she'll sleep tonight. Stop it. We need to know where we're going. This ain't no life. I want to be happy again. Sweetie. Nom, 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 nom. You've got a point, though, Queenie. We need digs. All right, Swank Palace. Once we get a kitchen, I can start making some purchases. I'll get a Jack LaLanne power juicer, a jukebox, knives. Loads of friggin' knives. You know them posh knives you see on telly? Hey, I saw this demonstration once. You've been framed. This woman, she got her husband's hand off during a cocoa van. How he was? Me hand! Me hand! You've chopped me hand off! I thought, I am getting one of those! We ain't got no money for no flat, you fool. I'm a what? A fool? Did you just call me a fool? I don't see anyone else in here. Except for her and she's f***ed. So you must be calling me a fool! Yeah, well I am. And what's more, you're a poo head. Well, let's get this sorted before we go anywhere. You're getting all this, Sonia. Transcribing insult. Poo head. Fool. You got anything else to say to me, potty mouth? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at night, you get owls to shit on you, and then you roll about in it because you loves it. Okie dokie, Tony or Bound Owls. Snowy. You sick little puppy. You said you were asleep. Sonia, what is the punishment for people what done diss me? They get battered. Weapon selection? Surprise me. Weapon selected. Taser gun. Oh, you vicious bitch. Yeah, well, I ain't afraid. Max? Max? 
Who the fuck is Max? Wow. Listen, Max, I need a weapon, quick. Anyway, where have you been? I've got riding sandies now. Whatever, I need it. Did I tell you about the Yorkshireman who- Nice. Listen, I'm in a vicious cockfight. Wow. Don't be juvenile, I am in a cockfight. Now, shut up. I need a threat and a weapon. I'll spoil your evening for you. And a weapon? Listen, I was in Spain four years ago, and in Spain, all the girls, they wear little knives on the top of their- Forget it, I'll fight you bare-handed. I don't need no tools, cos I got art and soul. I'm gonna come at you like a train, mate. You best be ready, cos 1853 Smackdown service is heading your way, and when that gets up to top speed... End of. Now, we do need to get out of here. You? How much money have you got? Oh, I have very little. When Errol died, I had to sell. Give me what you got. Where's it kept? In my private cupboard. Can it with the cords, love? Where? It's in my jacksy. You kinky old bitch. Oh, will I be charged for this? You like that, don't you, Wrinkly? I do. You nasty old tart. John Boy. Sonia, I am cracking up in here. I've just tasted my mate and dragged a hundred grand out of an old woman's unmentionables. And my bot pants are ruined. Get me two tickets to London. I ain't flying. All right, Dennis Burkamp. A nice reference. It was, wasn't it? It's very good, that. I tied with an A-team gag, but that's a bit hack for me. Sonia, get me two tickets to London, care of the Eurostar. A vegetarian meal for Swampy here. Thank you. Come on, Max. There you go. Uh, that was the uh, the bottle watch sketch. John, where do you reckon they'll be next week? I don't know. I've I... got a funny <laughs> feeling they may be on a train, but... Well, I just... It's almost like we recorded a lot of them. It's almost as if we're one ahead, but now we aren't. Dun, dun, dun. Belter, one of my favourite Bob Dylan songs, uh, and he's got loads. P.S. Why don't monkeys turn into humans anymore? Neil, fantastic question. Fantastic question. John? Um, well, monkeys don't need to turn into humans in the jungle, do they? Apparently there's some really crazy monkeys um, in... Uh, where was I reading about this? Uh... Yeah, uh, in the Congo, I think. In the, it, there's a war-torn area where there's loads of massive, massive monkeys that are crossed between gorillas and monkeys. Apparently, they can kill leopards and eat them. And uh, yeah, no, they can. False. No, 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 no. I read it. It was in the Independent. Uh, uh, I've, I've probably got it in my bag somewhere. Um, very interesting article it was. Yeah, it sounds like you really paid attention to it. Uh, I read this really fascinating article at something somewhere <laughs> and monkeys and someone gets killed. Uh, it was cracking article. No, no, well, you've... Uh, Threw the word war-torn in to try and make yourself sound like, you no, know, Jon Snow. But that's why, they that's why they haven't seen them before, because, you know, the country it's in, I'm pretty sure it might be... I'm not sure. Yeah, it's definitely Doctor... Let's not guess. It, I'm pretty sure... It's it, either that or Scotland. I, I can't nah, remember. One I'm pretty sure it's Doctor Congo. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they, they kill leopards. And they sleep on the floor. They don't sleep up in the uh, in the trees. In their hammocks. Because, yeah, they're, they're, no, they've got not hammocks, John. They've got little sort of bedsits upstairs in <laughs> their trees where they, they ordinarily sleep. But apparently the lions and that are not scared. No, the monkeys aren't scared of the lions, so they just sit on the floor waiting for them. And they can beat him up. And this bloke's seen it all. Sounds great. <laughs> but to get there, you've got to go through miles of crocodile-infested water and stuff like that. I don't know exactly. Text in if you know where it is. <laughs> six, 64046, where... Uh, where uh, I can't help but feel that this isn't what radio should be at. Text in if you have any idea what we're talking about and can clear it up for us. No, no, it's the, the area. Then, I'll, then, it'll, then everyone will go, ah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Will they? Yeah, definitely. It was in the papers. It was in all the papers. Right. Can't believe you didn't get that uh, Badger of Basra story. That's a genuinely true story. The what story? The Badger of Basra. They've got this really, you know, that story that I had in my true or false. Right. That that is like this propaganda that uh, the Iraqi uh, army have said that it's been released over there. This Badger. Yeah. That's doing what? This attacking people left, right, and centre. Well, I know when he's red wind in the willows, and knows they got a right temper on him. They certainly do. You don't want to go and get in their toad hall, if you know what I mean. Hey, I tell you what's great. Isn't hey. Uh, how cool is this? The world's tallest man's got a wife. Oh yeah, we did that, didn't we? Well, we did a story about him ages ago because he uh, his claim to fame was that he put one of his massive grabbers into the mouth of a dolphin. He was yeah. asked to, he's not a weirdo. But they had plastic shards in the dolphin's mouth and he popped his massive hand in there. <coughs> exactly, pulled out the shards and the, do and the dolphin went... 
<laughs> we really enjoyed it. And uh, then we found out about his life that he apparently slept in a cage, didn't he? Not in a cage, in a, <laughs> in a cave. In a, in a, cave. a hermit. Yeah, and he was very upset and he, he hadn't found love. Now he's in love. He's got a wife. She adores him. Yeah, and yeah this she's week, got a wife. You've got a girlfriend. Heard it all before, mate. This week he met the world's smallest man. Uh, right. Which was an awkward moment, because the tallest man looked very kind of, uh, he, I'm the tallest man, and the smallest man in the world just looked a bit awkward and a bit embarrassed. I imagine he's at, like, crotch height as well, which he, is He's very, not, not even near crotch height, he's he's kind of shin height, if that. Right. He, he, you know, if you curled him up, you could kick him as if he were a football. Right, but yeah. we're not condoning that. No, sort of no, behavior, never do we? that. No, no, never call a small man up and kick him. Um, me and Adam Hudson were trying to find footage of uh, Alex Hurricane Higgins punching a man in the face. Yeah, well, he punched him in the stomach. Right. When was this? Uh, it was a few weeks ago. He punched a ref, but his book's coming out, so he clearly just did it to get some publicity for his book, which makes you wonder what lengths people will go to to sell books. But um, <laughs> quicker, that's the best I mean. thing about it is they both played it down afterwards, like naturally Higgins went, I just tapped him, and so did Jimmy White. But when you look on the footage, you can see Jimmy White in the background applauding and wetting himself laughing when Higgins decks this old man who just obviously refs charity games for free, and all of a sudden he's got some alcoholic punching him in the stomach just because he did a foul. All right, put alcoholic punching, see if we can find it like that. No, oh, I don't want to be looking at my videos. I, post, <laughs> yeah, I posted a few up last night. Did you? Yeah. Now, and the other thing is, of course, I'm getting a cat. You're not getting a cat. I am. You ain't getting no cat. We had a chat about this the other day. Yes, and I said you're not allowed a cat. He got really grumpy with me. I rang him up and said, I'm getting a cat, I am. And he's like, no, you're not bloody getting a cat, you know. And I explained the reason why I want one. Is the, the great thing about having a cat is that you can abuse a cat's trust and love, and it will always, you know, love you. That's the thing about an animal. You can come in, you don't talk to it, and it's always friendly with you. It's not. Cats are never friendly, yeah, for a are. start. And it, you, you can't, you're not allowed a cat. You're at home, like, two nights a week. Yeah, the rest of the time you can go out and prowl, put it about a bit, then come back and sort of, you know... If I, there's, a, there's a machine in Japan where you can actually find out what your cat says to you. Imagine that, if I could oh, plug him into that, and he comes God. in and goes, oh, the fun I've had, Russ, I've been up the alley with her, you know, uh, hearing all these baldy fables. If you get a cat, I'll be very angry with you. No, don't be like that, would be great. You're not getting a cat. Well, apparently I'm not getting I'm a cat. I'm putting my foot down, and you are not getting a cat. That'd be good, it'd be good. Um, when are you getting your dog, anyway? I'm not getting a dog. Not until I'm old. Dull, 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 dull. I think we should get a cat and a dog. Hey, let's get a show for the, uh, let's get a like a sponsored pet like they have in Blue Peter. I said, I've got a sponsored pet. Oh yeah, I'm not having Shame. nothing. Yeah, no, we're not. I'm expecting the letter back now. Uh, what should we do? What let's should we do, do the uh, Dyson Airblades. Oh yeah, of the yeah, week. yeah. Here we go. go on Catching on. on. Well, we had emails in during the week about this. Here okay. we go. It's exactly Good what news I'm from talking Swindon. about. Yeah. Oh, it's all happening in Swindon. I'm going right off that, even though I brought it in. <laughs> so you always use it to make me feel bad. Oh, I I have yet to experience the thrill of a Dyson Airblades. Yeah, I'm with you on that, I'm with Louise. you on that. Decided to do a little research as to what this auto-elusive oh, device looks like. God, how dull is that? So that I'd be able to recognise it straight away. This turned up a short animation showing how the Airblade works. I was slightly perturbed to discover that I felt an excited tingle pass through me upon watching. Well, you're going to have to clean yourself up after that. Right, but so then... people uh, are now searching the Dyson Airblade on Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You're making Mr Dyson money. How do you feel about that? John, wow. You're a corporate whore, Richardson. I, as This Russell. is a ruse, isn't it? This is a big <laughs> ruse. Oh, the Dyson Shut up, Airblade. I have to say it three times. You, son of a gun. <laughs> I, as Russell, have never seen one, but listening to you intrigued me so much, I googled it. Look at this website. After seeing this, I'm desperate to find one. Well, that's what we're here for. Right, text message coming in. Took a school trip to Alton Towers. What I'm going to do, I, I'm going to... Stop interrupting the Dyson Airblade bit. I'm going to find a Dyson Airblade, and I'm going to fill it full of poison. You can't fill it full of poison. Or Where like, are you putting it in? So it's a closed machine. Yeah, I'll find a way in and then put it in so people press it and then they die. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to... Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What have people seen at Alton Towers? Took a when they, at Alton Towers, when you could be looking at rides, you could be going on rides, there's a very fat man who's as tall as he is wide. He's on one of those dolphin little rides. But no, instead of doing that, people are... People are saying, took a school trip to Alton Towers last Isn't weekend, it? left Warminster at 6am, minibus broke down on the M5, spent five hours with 30 kids in Frankly Services, and a little joke you can do when you get to Frankly Services is say, I fancy the services, Frankly, always good, uh, got to Alton Towers at three, discovered the Dyson Airblade in the toilet, simply awesome, bad day made good, and now this one's exactly what I'm talking about, oh dear John and Russell. Gosh. 
They have a Dyson Airblade in the 100 Club on Oxford Street, London. We'll go there now. We'll go there now. All right. Uh, my mate came back from the loo with a smile and told me to go and wash my hands. I was stunned by the Airblade. It is perhaps the greatest thing I have ever seen from David in High Wycombe. The greatest thing he's ever seen, Russell, and he's got 12 kids. Well, I have and seen... And a cat. I've seen a squirrel on a jet ski. <laughs> Animals do the funniest things. It was wandering live earth. It actually looks quite good, but yeah. how, how, why are people... Why are people? Because it's incredible. There's, surely there's more for the world to You'd offer. like to think, wouldn't you, but life is an endless series of disappointments, but occasionally you wash your hands and it's happy. Yeah, we've had a... Yeah. Yeah. We've had a, uh, a text in that We says, never have. We have All these years we've been waiting. I know, we've had loads today. 21st century, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, somebody sent me a, there's quite a few texts actually, my, uh, my cat naivety has, uh, come back to bite me. Some, uh, Karen has Like said, a cat would. Absolutely. She sent in a message, are you two married? Karen in Somerset. Not yet. But not married yet. Uh, someone here said the world would be, would be better if it was run by dogs. Cats would be bombers, apparently. I don't see how that makes any sense. Both of those suggestions are naive at best. Uh, the only reason a cat stays with you is because you feed it. If it finds nicer stuff elsewhere, it will leave you for another family. You don't know me. You don't know the kind of food I'd feed it. Um, someone here's put... <laughs> Leftover Weetabix. Yes. Uh, someone's put, you're insane. Ignore a cat and that's it. Laugh at them and they'll either scratch your eyes out or go find some nice old lady. Want a dumb animal uh, to laugh at or ignore? Get a dog. Ooh. Oh, and in Bristol. No, I'd rather have... Uh, and we've had... Yeah, now... Now, yeah, yeah. This is a little bit uh, cheesy, as it were, John. But somebody has has sent us uh, an email saying, uh, "I love cheese." It's her friend Kim's twenty second birthday on Thursday, and she hasn't got her a present. Right? Oh, uh, brackets. I'm a great friend like that. Then she says, "So I thought I would try and do something nice, so she forgives me." I just got this idea in my head. She wants us basically to sing happy birthday to her, but she doesn't want me to do it. She just wants you to do it <laughs> uh, in the start. I don't believe you. I think you're making this email up. Not, not true. Why it's, are you? Smiling? Because you're about to say in the style of Garfield or something. No, no, no. She wants you to sing happy birthday in the style of me. Show me the email. (laughs) Show me the email. There you go. So, we're going to do happy birthday to her. Dear Russell, who are fit? Oh, no, it doesn't matter at all. As a duet, as a duet, you lying toe rag. All right, yeah, but you can lead it. me looking like an idiot. Top ant! What? Oh, dead ant. Dead yeah, ant. dead ant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the <laughs> There you go. <laughs> You're the only one that did it. Yeah, not, not a great radio. Like a right idiot. Not great radio, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> sorry, should we sing happy birthday to her? Oh, I hate singing happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, it feels a bit weird, but we Can should Can we not it. just say happy birthday? Right, we'll do it in the style of the voices. What's her Feel name? Feel free to ignore me, but I might cry. We'll be talking to you. But... What, what's her name? Uh, well, Vic has sent the email in. Right, here we go. We're singing it to Kim. All right, Kim, I'll do it in the start. Let's everyone do it in the studio, and then I don't have to, because it'll sound loud enough. We're not going to sing it. We're no just offense. Gonna... Happy birthday. I hope you have a great we'll day. We'll do it in the, we'll do it in the voices. Singing. That's fine. Right. Hey, Kim, happy birthday. Cheer up, or I'll slap you in the face. That says John. Yeah. That's happy birthday. I hope you get presents with what I've got sweeties inside it. There you go. Excellent. All done. Um, I'm currently writing a school competition project about why technology matters, says Tom, and I'm now going to include the Dyson Airblade after seeing how <sighs> good it is on their website. Good news from Swindon. Oh, it's all happening yeah. in Swindon. Thank you, John. Are you That's on a commission? From Tom Smith. Are you on a commission, mate? Not yet, mate, but if I keep mentioning it. This is absurd. Terry Wogan just has to suggest something and loads of it arrives. I've been going on about ruddy ale that I like and Dyson Airblades. Have I been sent anything? Naffall. Oh, we've got cookbooks. That was very nice. Beer and hand dryers. Yes, an Austell tribute. If you're listening, people of St. Austell, I'm trying to promote your brand here and yeah. I risk losing my job at the process. And while we're at it, I quite like a monkey in a top hat. Right. Well, that's fair then, isn't it? I'll have a beer, you get a monkey in a top hat. Yeah, imagine that if it messed up your kitchen and started using the air blade. It's not coming around my house, mate. Oh, come on. Um, Should we wrap up the monkeys? Because people are saying that basically you were right, but in a way you were wrong. Uh, Crazy monkeys are in the Congolese jungle on the front page of the Guardian. Dr. Congo. They're in Dr. Congo, John, please. (laughs) Monkeys don't turn into humans because humans and monkeys came from the same ancestor. Monkeys did not turn into humans. That's from Will and Croydon. Uh, You're right, it's the Democratic Republic of Congo. They don't kill the leopards, they were just seen eating them. Right. So, technically, you are a liar. Is that what they've put? No, that's what I've put on the end. But, you know. So, Uh, are we going to do this then? We're going to go play with this Dyson Airblade in Oxford Street. 
Uh, we can do if you want. I mean, I know what it's like, but I think it's one of the things you have to just find in your own time. How it's... weird is that? What's going to happen now? We're going to bloody walk into what pub is it? The One Hundred Club. Yeah, we're going to walk Street. in there giggling, and then we're going to have to go into the toilet together, <laughs> and then we're going to come out giggling with me going. Actually, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So oh, there's gonna... one in the Social, just off Great Portland Street. Oh, so it's nipping the Social. The point I'm making is, we're going to walk into the toilets giggling, and then I'm going to come out giggling. Oh, see, this is the man. This is the man. Everybody <sighs> comes back from the toilet smiling. My mate even uses it as an icebreaker when chatting up women. Hey, have they got one of them in the women's? It's amazing. She was Italian. I don't think she understood why he kept talking about the toilets all the time. Christ. Well, it's time we went and washed our hands and penises together. And <laughs> That's a fantastic way <laughs> of ending the show. Me and John are off to scrub our wangs. We're going to hand over to the uh, Music Week. We have live music from Daniel Johnson and Emma Pollock. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully they won't shake our dirty penises, John. <laughs> We're going to clean those. <laughs> Adam, we I'll might see like... you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go. Exactly. See ya. BBC. Six Music.